Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to LARPs and Tarps, where we LARP as well as TARP. <laughs> I'm Tom, with your co-host, Kerry. Hi. And Morgan. Pat, I'm the co-host, yeah, and you're not. We've, we've never done this before, but <laughs> <laughs> what a fun I'm, format. Hello, I'm everybody. trying something fresh. Well, apparently, something... we're co-hosts, and you're a guest. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm the guest of the podcast. L- look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> I'm such a good guest. I've been on every episode <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. Um, yeah, you're, just, you're happy that we're not calling you the star of the podcast anymore, yeah, though, right? Gross. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it makes me. It's Tr- feel- Tristan's ego just takes over everything like a cloud <laughs> yeah, of glory. Like I said, the only reason I've been on every episode of this podcast is because I'm unemployed. Uh, so, anyone looking to employ a fantastic I mean, human being? Oh, thank you so yeah. much. I felt like I couldn't big myself up, but you can. Yeah. Uh, give, me <laughs> give me my CV. Uh, yeah, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, fun day, some might say. Sunday was probably my slowest day, but I tend to find Sundays are. Did you monster yeah. on Sunday? I did not. So that brings me to my first point. It was my first choice of do I monster or do I take the day off? Oh, yeah, of course, because it was the Seven Nation Army, but you obviously couldn't participate <gasps> with your injury. Bum, 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 bum. I was so gutted I couldn't join the Seven Nation Army. But no, it was probably going to be my... It was the Well, it was the first opportunity for me to monster as Druge. And that was so tempting. You could have been lightly armoured as well. I could have been. But all my kit is Jotun Red. With my my, being in the league and having a red-black kit, it's really easy for me to play a Jotun Mm. and look the part. But not a Druge. I don't know. I reckon you would have with And it. I really wanted to play a Druge. They're so nasty and horrible. You've been and... saying how much you wanted to play a Druge. But at the same time, it was also another great role-playing opportunity for Way Nietzsche off. to go see off my uh, beautiful flock, prepare them for the battle. Watch them fly. Watch them fly. So, yeah, I'll start off by saying the first thing I did on the Sunday was have my breakfast and go and join the muster in the league, seeing the hubbub and what was happening. Seeing, I've, I've never heard someone say hubbub as two words before. Hubbub. 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 <laughs> How did you see the hubbub? <laughs> hubbub. Uh, yes, see the hubbub, uh, give a nice uh, motivational speech. So Are you going to replicate that for us from now? No, I can't move <laughs> the top of my head. Essentially, it came down to don't fuck up. Yeah. This is our chance to get our name out there. To which a very interesting opportunity did come about. One of the things that the League National Block was doing was bringing in a ritualist so they could uh, cast this ritual and locate a druge sorcerer or something along those lines. So some yeah. big goal to get to. And uh, our friend Sirio, the banner bearer in the uh, National Block, was looking for someone to take the, his cousin to do this. Okay. So I decided it'd be a great opportunity for the uh, Jolly Jackdaws to get their name out there. For the Nietzsche train. For, for doing the Nietzsche train. <laughs> we are going to trade that, mark that, uh, and do the escort mission. And yeah. They, they all volunteered to do it. They were happy to do it. And I thought, yeah, that's going to be a fantastic opportunity to show what we can do. That is awesome. Get our name out there with the rest of the block. And I can't possibly fuck up on this mission because I'm not there. 
You're, you're, like, you're the Count of Delegation. The Count of Delegation. Supervising each The master of over-extending our political businesses and affairs. <laughs> but another thought that went through my mind. This is probably going to be one of the only times I do not go to the battlefield and anvil when I physically can't. Yeah. Mm. So I thought it'd be a okay. great opportunity to experience anvil without everyone else being there and seeing mm. what it's like. Yeah. Which was quite interesting. But... I'll go back to seeing the flock off. What did you do that morning, Kerry? Well, first thing I did, uh, I'd arranged to meet the um, individual from Navarre who was walking around with Pepe the Squirrel, um, his companion, who was looking to get him made as a... Well, getting to pass his citizenship test. So I had heard about the citizenship tests the day before when I was at the academy, and I told her that I would take her to go and ask about that, basically. Um, as I obviously had made some connections there. So the first thing I did was I went to the academy with a squirrel uh, and asked about, um, uh, what's it called? Just said it. Citizenship, Citizenship test. test. Sorry, for, it's been quite a long day. For a squirrel. For a squirrel, yes. And we went in and unfortunately we'd missed it because they do those on a Saturday apparently, which is a shame. <laughs> but it's okay, because we were assured, we were given some information. Pepe was given a lovely little um, leaflet to study. He has his own little booklet so that he can be prepared for the citizenship test. There is revision to do. And we will be going with him in the e- in E1 on the Saturday, and we shall be taking him for a citizenship test, and hopefully he shall pass. I mean, they did say you need to be able to talk to pass the citizenship test, as it is an interview. Though I imagine that his handler may be able to assist him there. He'll be the first Imperial Squirrel. He will be. This is what I love about a little group. It's you preparing to march off to certain death and you going to the citizenship test of a squirrel. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. I've um, contacted her out of character as well now. Um, Added her on the Book of Faces. Um, and I will be going with her, definitely. Empire is a multifaceted event. And if you want to... Make a squirrel pass their citizenship yeah. test. That's for, more for clarification. Too. This is a small toy squirrel. I have heard that there may be some kind of taxidermy or more lifelike looking squirrel um, floating around in Navarre that someone's carrying around. But I'm talking about a very cute little toy is it, squirrel. Is it? Is it real in game or is it a teddy? I game? think it's real in game. That always yeah. throws me off. Whenever someone brings out like a puppet or a teddy, I'm like, is this real or is this a puppet? Yeah, like I don't Derek know in what. the league. I don't know. <laughs> That should be something we do, Morgan. You just carry me around like a puppet. You just, like, draw a little line so, like, you're a ventriloquist for me. <laughs> and then just, like, nah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yeah. It's me, Tristan. No, you're Nietzsche. Or am I Tristan? <laughs> Rip off a mask and it's your face under me. Nietzsche, when did you put that mask on? <laughs> this episode's already taken a weird turn. Uh, but those yeah. who don't know, we record this straight after work, so we're a bit loopy. Yeah. Other cool. than Morgan. Well, those of us who work. Oh, <laughs> Unemployment rules. Um, I mean, yeah, I kind of wish I was unemployed. Yeah, fucking... Well, you know, the way the economy's going. Uh, <laughs> Can I be paid to be unemployed? That's, that's the uh, question. Uh, mm. Yeah, so it was... I can't really remember, because I remember I scrounged from breakfast from a neighbouring tent. Um, How hungover were you? Not very. I didn't have much time to drink this event, which is why I'd love to go down on Thursday, because then you can get hammered with no care in the world. I feel like you're somehow less hungover when you've been in a tent. I feel like the fresh air. Weird, right? Yeah. Don't get it. I also want to go on the Thursday next time, just because I think to have him to roll said this, but I like 
interacting with people out yeah. of character. But also, it's like E1. Everyone's just come back from winter. Yeah. yeah. And the marches. It's been six the months in a lot of... Uh, six months in a lot of cases since we've seen each other. And yeah, it's good to get to know how we, uh, how everyone's doing. Yeah. But yeah, so it was... Anyway, I wasn't really hungover. I was for breakfast from someone. And it was... Um, as per kind of usual mustering stuff, helping nobles get into their armour, uh, tracking down Liao. I ran over to the field marshal, grabbed a fat stack of Liao uh, that he had taken from Hurst Hall, which I think I'd given the details of, so he's um, managed to get this loan of 150 Liao for us that needs to be paid back, um, which was really good, so we had that, and we had to take him to the High Exorcist and then to the Order of the Argent Lily, Um Got United got ready to go with the wing lions, uh, and we were going to be the roving exorcism music on the field, kind of getting our plan together, getting it all sorted. Um, what was really fun, so this was really interesting. So we made our way over to the Sentinel Gate, and so the High Exorcist has got some magical robes that allow you to do exorcisms with greater effect. The High Exorcist is a freeborn. And part of Freeborn Hearth Magic is that some of your soul is in your clothes. Yeah. So you can't really give other people your clothes because it's like giving your soul away. Part of Dornish Hearth Magic is you can gird as someone. Um, so you can put on items of people's clothes and manifest them and be them. Now, to do that with Freeborn clothing is quite abhorrent to Freeborn. It's like, yeah. that's like giving away my soul. But there's this really beautiful moment where the High Exist was like, right, this is important. Today is important. We're going to die if this doesn't go well. And we had a moment where she was girded as the high exorcist. It was a really cool moment. I've been like, I, I wouldn't, I, your, my soul is safe with you. Kind yeah. of. It was just a really cool moment to see that all kind of play out. So then uh, Lady Lordine, who was the who was doing all the exorcisms, had that the robes put on her. Really cool moment. And then we were getting ready to go to the field. Um, usual kind of clamour outside, chanting and Dornish people shouting and everyone just yelling and getting ready to go. It was really exciting. Yeah. I, uh, when mustering in the league, I was going around the jack doors, handing out the little bits of Liao and Truvervain like a, a school teacher. It's like, look out for each other, kids. It's dangerous out there. <laughs> Take this. Oh, yeah, I feel like I managed to sell a potion to one of your jackdaws while you were doing that. Yeah, I got uh, you to come over. It's like, quick, 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 sell this potion. What have you got? What have you got? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a great time to sell potions, mm. I think, just before a battlefield. But uh, one of the things I did say to them all, I was like, okay, my beautiful flock, if one of you dies on the battlefield or you can't retrieve them, just make sure you retrieve the Liao. That stuff's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's our coffers you're taking oh. out. Oh, Bring it God. back. Classic, classic Nietzsche move. Penny pinching. Penny. Pi this, this battle cost us everything. Mm. But uh, I did take the opportunity to march up to the Sentinel Gate with the League and the Block. And I have to say, this shows how much Empire really can affect you. Because uh, seeing every nation mustered, ready to do their part, the speeches, the banners, the music, mm. the drums, yeah, everyone say. just talking about what they're going to do, what the plan is. It's so atmospheric. And just my heart dropping... Oh. In sadness, seeing them all march through the Sentinel Gate, and I actually without you, without me, and I actually stood stood there for a couple of minutes, heartbroken, looking at, at the Sentinel Gate, just like, will they be coming back? It Aww. really fucking hits you. I think like it's, I think 
the weirdest things happen at LARP is feeling real life emotions. Yeah. Because I remember, like I've like I've said, I've, I've cried at LARP. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know. But it's it's you. But like it's no, no. so the bleed visceral, and you're like, what the fuck? You're right. You're like, this is nothing's happening. They're off to go play swords. Sort of stabbing each other with uh, foam halberds, mm. casting make-believe spells. It's it's crazy. But it's still... Oh. We had to be in E3 when we heard... Well, there was all those rumours flying around about all the Freeborn had died. Or like, I don't even know any of the Freeborn. And I was still sad. And I was like, hang on. <laughs> it's crazy. These are fictional people who I don't even know <laughs> who so, haven't really died. <laughs> so I guess the objective of the day, right? So... A lot of the skirmishes have been focused around making this uh, this battle easier. Because yeah. the Druze had been doing... And a lot of them had failed. Fuck, yes. Yeah. Badly, we, wasn't we it? We had managed to topple the Miasma Towers. So we didn't need to be anointed. I know you guys got anointed, <gasps> but we didn't need to be anointed. Financial mistake. No, it's prosperity. We're spreading prosperity. That's ten crowns down the drain. It you mean, filtered back into the empire. I mean, if only the economy was as lucrative. That was also as... <laughs> ten crowns that go to our good friends at uh, First uh, First Park Carter. Carter. Yeah. So it's going to people we like. But still, um, it, it's a it's a blow. That's over a throne. No, at least there's no tax on it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bit politically charged today, aren't I? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but we got we got basically the objective was so all the weekend we'd be trying to do loads of stuff. Um, part of it was to stop the tortured souls being as prolific. We unfortunately failed on that one. Um, so the the druge have been hemmed in in Zenith. They are like f- f- uh, cornered basically, and they are trying to get as many of their forces out as possible. But we are trying to stop that happening. So their armies basically we've got them surrounded, and we wanted them to fuck up their wanted to fuck up their generals, fuck up their armies. So they're they're trapped. We like finished them once and for all. The Druze were doing rituals on their generals to allow them to sneak out. I don't know if it was something like night magic or whatever, I don't really understand, but they were trying to get their generals out so they could leave and then their armies would be able to leave. Mm. So this was one of those where the, the degrees of failure was just like, I think it was like every 10 minutes that passes, that's another failure okay. kind of thing. And it would stop and get, stop interrupt the rituals to a point. Um, they'd also thrown in loads of tortured souls, which are like, people whose souls have been trapped in their bodies they're basically like violent undead mm. um that we that were just a distraction that's all they were but they were a terrifyingly dangerous distraction because they can possess people on the field they can curse you on the field so we that's why our unit was dealing with them and then everyone else was trying to deal with the druge and i think that's what your thing was so trying to get them to the ritual site yes we were trying to get them to the ritual site so we could cast a ritual to find the rituals that we had to stop. Oh, that's from my understanding. Obviously, I wasn't in the field, so I missed out on a lot of that. But from my basic understanding of what was happening, they needed to cast the ri- we needed to cast a ritual to find the locations to stop their rituals, mm-hmm. and then the jackdaws would get the caster out again. I was very happy because the last thing I shouted to them going through the sentinel gate was, "On laughter we saw." And the fact that you saw them on the battlefield shouting our oh. guild's motto makes me so happy. Yeah. So I actually didn't realise this until when we started recording that I'm the only one here that actually went to the battle. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got, you know the perspective that we don't have. This we, is going to be the only time that happens, I feel. Yeah, I was going to say, but it was, it was, it was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, it was also a really good festival. Yeah. So through the Sentinel Gate, um, and it was there was there was some intergroup conflicts which I don't want to go into details of of 
what our lance should be doing, um, which was a really intense role play. Um, and one of those where I feel like as a player, I didn't react in the way I should have. So one thing I need to lean into a lot more, it's really hard for me to do, is be a bit more angry because changelings are mm, like very yeah. quick to anger. And it's one of those things where I'm like, I need to lean into that a lot more. But it's really hard. You don't want to feel like a dick. Exactly. You're <laughs> we're, sens- we're British. We don't you don't want to be like, fuck you. Especially because I'm in the dawn where it's like, there's nobles involved now. But at the same time, mm. it's part of the thing is like, they'll say stuff that really fucks them up. Think of inflation rates. Think of taxes. <laughs> no, I just need to get really mad. Um, but there was, that was some really interesting stuff. But then we moved into the forest quite quickly. Yeah. Um, so we went through, we marched up the field and you know, there's like that, one of those, I think it's like one of the top gates, um, where the respawn point was on the Saturday. (sighs) So we go through there and this is where it all fucking went apeshit. Um, so a couple of things, uh, before this I'd had rituals cast on me, I had magical armor, so I had 12 hits, I had three hero points, I had loads of potion, I felt invincible. Magical sword, I felt, um, cocky. Yeah. We get through this, like, pinch point. So you've got all of these forces coming through. I felt like we were surrounded by Dornish. I think some people already gone there. There was something like a pack of Dornish. And we all kind of funneled in. It was like a crush getting in. Uh, Druge on all sides, as it always is. And then you see an, a Druge orc running around with an incense sensor full of green mist. Oh, I, swinging it around. I heard that. Fucks you guys up. Oh, and you see that and you go, fuck. So Didn't he come at you from a blind spot so he got everyone he, in a certain rank? So he came through from the back from seemingly nowhere and all of a sudden it's so loud in the battlefield but so many people start screaming, archers, archers, get him. But he gets, then he gets it within range. He's with us. And this green smoke starts filling up the whole area. Mm. For those of you who don't know, green smoke gives you... If you breathe in, you get the venom condition. You're um, in danger. The venom condition means that your bleed count... If you're, Your base bleed count, so you can be bleeding out for three <laughs> minutes before you die, changes to 30 seconds. Mm. So that's that means if you go down, you're very likely to fucked. Die, yeah. I currently have a bleed time of four minutes, so you from know, that going to 40 seconds. seconds is a lot. And it was just this horrifying, um, like, see that realisation, especially because it was a crush, there was druge everywhere, mm. people were going down, left, right, and centre. I think the best advice I've heard from a lot of seasoned players is, if you get venomed, just keep fighting like normal and safe. It doesn't affect you unless you go yep. down. Yeah, a lot of people went down. Yeah. Um, I think the last count I saw was 58 Dornish. And a lot of it was because of that venom. Um, now, here's where... It never affected me, but here's where I was confused on the rules. Yeah. So eventually, at one point, the entire area we were in was green. The whole It was thick with this green fog. So everyone was basically venomed. Yeah. Later it cleared, and I went to one of the refs. I said, I have a question. Yeah. Am I still venomed? Because there's no venom fog left. And they were like, um. I said, like, have I got the venom condition now? I haven't cured myself. And they said, I don't think so, no. So I went, okay, cool. I, I thought you had, you were venomed until the fog went and you had to then cure yourself. But that was yeah. my understanding See, that you'd have to have a potion. See, 
that was also initially mine. I wanted to check. It never affected me. I never went down. Okay. And I also had a potion to deal with it if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, that's one thing that I don't think... It's clear. There's a lot of new refs, though. But uh, Yes, but it was kind of thing. They do talk about the new battle briefing, but it was hard to find online when I looked at it later. But it was one of those where I was like, I don't know if people, where people are at. Mm. I had a potion for it, so I would have been fine, like a blood arrow filter. Um, I've got two for yeah. that. So I might just keep buying one every game and having That's a massive right, bag. I can I'd, supply with them. It's fine, because I later benefited from one of the uh, monsters not knowing the rules as well, which was okay. good. So, yeah. so anyway, we go in. Uh, people falling down left right side, but I didn't really know this at this point we saw people going down but I was like we need to get through we need to get through we keep going because we had a specific mission we were looking for the tortured souls um, running around and then someone gave a report of where they were someone was like they're this way they're this way and all these exorcists start like we all start rolling forward yeah. and it's a multinational group of all different people going with us and I just keep shouting exorcists and people keep being like we're fucking here we're next here it's like yeah but not all of you are come on hmm. marching through the trees and then we see them and they're they're kind of like they're like like drought gear. So they've got like white painted faces. Yeah. They're bleeding mm. from the eyes. They've got big black cloaks, heavy armor, um, and pole arms. And you're like, right, okay, cool. <laughs> How do we deal with this? Um, a lot of it is we have one mage who could do entangle, which was useful. Um, who was kind of like basically entangling them. Then one of our exorcists have to cast insight on them to find out what rank they are. Mm. And once they've done that, they need uh, a number of exorcists potentially to do the exorcism. So what we were doing was we were trying to single them off, get them down, clear their legs, channel like exercise, and we were running around doing that whilst Druze are harrying in, mm. whilst tortured souls are harrying in. Mm. It's just there's this bit, there's this trench, and the refs are freaking out because people are going to fall into it. Whilst there's Druze, it was absolute chaos. I was getting squished like pushing people out of the way trying to get to them uh, and it was like really close and there was a crush and we were falling forward and then uh, Lady Lordine kept getting impaled on the legs oh god like, so then I have to pick her up take her away Viridian heals her gets her back and then she gets cleaved again I'm like oh god it was the it was there was such a panic um, eventually we start to move away because we deal with the majority of the tortured souls we pull back um, and again I'm feeling pretty good so I'm yeah. like 12 hits um, magical sword that lets me do cleave so I'm cleaving like nobody's fucking business mm. um, and then drinking every potion you've ever given me just like rip it over duh, 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 yeah. duh, like keep going um, I think I had to fix one of my limbs at one point because I got cleaved but I was fine because I had your stuff mm-hmm. saved my life <laughs> saved my life um, and then I think one of my best bits of the fight was uh, oh oh uh-huh. so we're marching away um to another part of the objective. We've lost a good part of our banner. Um, we start to head back towards where we heard some more tortured souls. And I don't have permission to say their name, but there's a really prominent lord in Dawn who's been there for 10 years, I think, um, who is um, being held up by someone bleeding. And everyone's like, no, 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 oh, no, no. And he was terminal because <clears throat> he got venomed, went down. Um, oh, apparently no. he'd been singing songs about dying in the woods like by himself just and everyone was like like, like there was tears and then there was a lot of like don't cry for him later we don't have time and people like I can't I can't it's like you fucking focus right now yeah. fight people fight through tears and it was just like oh my god oh god um, so then everyone's 
fueled by rain. So intense. Oh, everyone's just filled now with like fuck this, yeah. fuck them all, death, death to the druge. <laughs> um, and then there was some of my favourite fighting was again souped up, freshly healed, twelve hits, some wraiths, and I was being a bit nervous at first, and I saw like two of them by themselves. So I went, fuck it, I can do it. Was in between them with yeah. my sword, smack, smack, cleave, ran around the back of them. I think I took like five hits, six hits, so I would have normally been down. I was still up. It was really fucking cold. Just to be like fucking just what then panicking as you get round, smacking them down, they go out, exercise them, get to the next one, exercise them. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I've heard about what how, how it happened for the league. It went very differently. Yeah. I think the league just had a great time, the national yeah. block. Apparently, they broke a flank, and then they just keep kept coming round and breaking more flanks. The league like did what a lot we do. Of good shit. Yeah, it was. I was so gutted not to be with them. Hearing the league were doing what they were doing best, yeah. but it would have fucked my ankle because apparently they were going at such momentum yeah. and just fuck up a line, move forward, fuck up another line, move forward, just because they wouldn't give the druge enough time to regroup. They're on really good form. Um, but this battle, this battle went for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Mm. Sorry about that. I just wanted to give the no, League no, National Block a shout out when they deserve yeah. it. And I don't think it was led by... But weren't you getting compliments about your boys? I was, but we'll we'll deal with that later. This battle was like an hour and a half. I, I think this is the longest I've ever fought for. I was I was so jelly. I went to the, back to the Sentinel gate at 11 thinking, they usually bat that now. Where are they? This must be going yeah. so badly. No, it, it, it was a long fight. Um... And then what happened, we'd have, fight some tortured souls. Mm. And then, I don't know how this happened. The refs were really sneaky. And I'd go to someone, we were going around, putting my hand on shoulders. Can you see colours? Yeah. Can you see colours? Can you see colours? Almost to the point where I was like, people kept saying yes. I was like, it's a waste of time. I'd go, can you see colours? Almost go to walk off and I'd go, no. And I'm like, exercise. <laughs> and then you had to exercise this person because they're starting to get like, possessed and weird. And you're like, Fuck. Are we going to have to, uh, like, edit when you shout, pretend to shout, like, exorcist, so people can hear you? (laughs) Exorcist! I don't want to fuck up the mic. Um, But literally, that happened, like, two or three times, where I'd be going around checking out, can you see colours, can you see colours, can you see colours, can you see colours, and then they'd be, like, just the occasional... Oh, wait, no. No. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuck. And then, like, you're burning through the layout. It was really Mm. fucked. Um, And that was a lot of repeat, fine tortured souls, isolate, paralyze, and we got fairly good at it. There was a long period of marching. Oh, I saw the high exorcist who wasn't supposed to be anywhere near where we were. She was supposed to be near the gate and then she was just with us. Uh, And I was like, hello. (laughs) And I was like, you are far too close to the front lines. Um, But they were having a great time directing. It was awesome. Um, And then this was when some real good... So we were getting towards a point and then I was with the high exorcist and they were like, we're being told to retreat. I'm not retreating. We can't retreat. We're nearly done. Moves forward. And goes, oh, I've heard from. I've told the league you're not retreating. Five seconds later, the league like a like bulldoze forward, pushing the line forward, and that's when I heard, "Come on, boys, on laughter we, we saw. saw." And I looked, and it was the league. Your jackdaws were coming in with the league, and I had a really funny moment where someone goes, "Ah, oh, finally, the professionals are here." And I, turned, <laughs> I turned to it. I said, "I said, sorry, sir, you must be mistaken. No, these are the jolly jackdaws." <laughs> to which Ooh. one of them turned around to me and said, "What the." F- Fuck did you just say? <laughs> what one of the jackdaws yeah, did? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. And I said, I said, oh, I just wanted them to know where we're at. I said, like, well, you know, better look out if you need healing. I said, if you don't, you fucking dare heal. But if I go down, I was like, I'll carry you through. You'll be fine. 
Some oh, really good role If you lot are listening, I am so proud of you oh, for this yeah. event. I was so genuinely heartbroken I couldn't be with you on your first pal, but I'm so proud of how you did. It was oh, so Papanichi. It was so funny hearing them be like, oh my god. And then we marched, and then I think we fucked them up. Mm. We yeah. It. We'd had the retreat call, but we we're like, no, 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 no. Fuck that. We're so close to the ritual circle, we can do this. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Ah, fuck. It was awesome. And then mm. we had to do a fighting retreat still. Yeah. Because despite the fact we'd fucked up, there was a lot of fucking druge. So we were we went back with the sea wolves actually. Slow okay. retreat back because the druge were there's a fucked up of them still harrying us. The respawns must have been mental. There was not a point where it wasn't thick with druge. They were just stealing the uh, respawns from the day before. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I cleaved. Uh, it was I. I cleaved. Oh, that was it. So I had my venom oil. Saw a marshling wandering about by himself. Got my venom oil, put it on my sword, went up to it as it was trying to get to a group. Five of us were going there. I smacked it and called Venom, and it went down in one hit. Not supposed to work, apparently. That's supposed oh. to be weakness, but that person got confused and went down. Aww. And as I went, I went around, turned around, they went to get a titty. I said, don't worry, I've sorted it. And they went, aww. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the fun. And I was like, oh, I've dealt with it. Um, uh, but yeah, apparently that's not supposed to happen. It's supposed to be weakness. But it was yeah. still a really cool moment to like walk up, put oil on my sword, grab it. Watch it go down, put the sword away, walk off. Yeah. It was a fucking signal. I think another reason I was quite gutted I couldn't join uh, the National Block this time because it wasn't being led by the male General Barossa. It was being led by the other General Barossa, his sister. Ah. I think she's hurt her ankle for the year and this is the first time she's been back on oh, the that field. Happens, happens a lot in the league, then, does it? <laughs> yeah, it's just because we're carrying the weight of every other nation that we get oh, injured so much. Get fucked. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> salty. But yeah, it would have been awesome to march under her and see how it how was different to it was. And yeah, it just sounds like such a fantastic battle. It was really intense. I couldn't believe how long it was um, and how much fun it was. Mm. Yeah, I remember waiting by the Sentinel Gate for you guys to get back. I, I, I came up specially and I was just waiting. It's like, how's it gone? Where is everyone? And the first person I came across that I knew coming out was uh, my mate Adam. Uh, from mm. House Del Rondo. Yeah, Del Rondel. Del Rondel. You say Rondo all the time. I know, and now I think it's Rondo. It sounds like an Australian saying Del Rondel. Del Rondo, mate. <laughs> Del Rondo, put another shrimp on barbecue. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I apologise to all of Australia. We do have an Australian listener. Shout out oh, for no. you, Australian listener. Oh, but yes, saw him. And he just marched out of the Sentinel Gate with a thousand yard stare. And bear in mind, me and him are good friends, but we've never interacted in character before. Yeah. And he was just like, I was like, how did the battle go? Is How did it go? Were you successful? I was like, it was horrible. So many dead. Two two Dor- Jordanish generals. Two Jordanish generals. Oh One of them God. was married the day before. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. And I was like, oh my, oh my God, no. My flock, my precious babies are out there. If it's come that bad for Dawn and generals, how did it go? And I can't believe how much my heart fucking soared when uh, they all came back marching through happy as Larry. I'd even prepared, stood back to do a little bit if one of them came back dead. I was going to go up uh, like Cedric Diggory's father from uh, Goblet of Fire and be like, My boy! My boy! <laughs> really ham it up. 
It Unfortunately, was... you all fucking lived, so you stopped me at that moment. But <laughs> I'm uh, so proud of you. Time. It was really good fun. Butting character was harrowing. Yeah. Um, the hospital was rammed the minute we got off the field. I actually, when going to wait for them, stood quite a bit back and let a lot of people mill around in front of me for a little bit because my understanding was there was a high possibility of everyone coming back cursed and all pandemonium break loose. Yeah, I so did I thought, that. hmm, Nietzsche's just going to stand a few rows back, so if it does kick off, it gives him time to limp away whilst the meat shield's there. Can you imagine a battlefield full of cursed people? Would Anvil survive? Because that's of over probably 500 players all marching out cursed, potentially. Yeah, it must be. Shall we go to you, Kerry? You've uh, had yeah. to put up our... You know, I well, actually... Well, not Nathan's? Tristan's. Nathan. Do you know anyone's British. name today? No, I... I'm, I'm Sir Nathan. Sir Nathan. That's my next Sir Nathan I think it's my, fr- <laughs> my friend Nathan. He's had a son today, so probably that. Oh, congr- congratulations, yeah, Nathan. I didn't, I didn't I didn't know about that. Yeah, congratulations, Nathan. Nathan. Anyway... <laughs> So I forgot to mention, actually, I was going to talk about uh, when I was waiting outside before the battle started, because even though I'm non-combat and in character, I'm not too invested in Nietzsche. Like, I mean, we we, we live in the same tent, but that's about it. He pays um, you, that's about it. Well, he lets me sleep in his tent. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> and I, in return, help him put on his armour. Um, none of that was euthanistic, just so you know. And so I'm we... a space marine. I went with my Navarre friends to go and see off the battle, just because it does look just so awesome. Oh, yeah, it's a really good part of the weekend, yeah. just seeing everyone off the battle. Anyway. But actually, we were stopped by some referees on our way to the gate, because uh, I didn't realise, I mean, I don't have any weapons anyway, but uh, for anyone listening, if you aren't going to play combat, but you do want, say, like a little foam dagger to carry around with you, you still need to get it weapons checked. Because mm. um, obviously, as I say, I didn't have any weapons, so it didn't, you know, it hadn't occurred to me because it hadn't mattered to me, but it hadn't occurred to my friends either who I was with because I think they were quite new to Anne, but one of them was the first time. They've one been there like once or twice before. And yeah, so we got stopped by the referees and they had to do a quick weapons check. It's like, no, you can't be walking around with, you know, un- unlicensed weaponry. Um, <laughs> you got a license for that. Said, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, I thought I'd drop that in just in case anyone wasn't aware of that rule, just in case. Um, but I was thinking it was quite a good contrast again with what you were doing on the battlefield, which sounds very intense, whilst I was um, being a reporter at the academy and interviewing the children on their skirmishes How that they'd done the day skirmish? before. Uh, I've got a whole two pages of barely legible notes on it, um, or on the two skirmishes that they told me about. There's three groups in the academy. There's um, the littles, the middles, and the bigs, or something along those lines, I think they call them. And I spoke to a couple of girls who were... Somewhere between like ten and 11, uh, eight and eleven or something, you know. I can't, I can't remember their actual ages, um, and obviously I won't be mentioning their names or anything anyway. So they were telling me about two of the skirmishes. So the first one with the younger kids, they just said it was the less stressful one, and they didn't give me too much information because the funny thing is, they were so excited to be interviewed for a newspaper, and they didn't, they just, they didn't remember a lot of the names of the places they'd been to or the actual people they were fighting. But they were really excited to talk about it. So I got lots of really fast talk, especially from one little girl. She just she just kept talking um, very quickly. Her friend kept trying to add in <laughs> information and kept getting sort of like steamrolled um, with the chats. So the, the first were the younger kids between the 7 to 11-year-olds. They went off to fight some bandits and... Um, 
they actually a little another girl came over and they were like, oh, she was leading the skirmish. Um, she was about eleven or twelve, I think. That's and so she cute. was saying how she had an idea to do a shield wall, and they were talking about how no kid shield um, walls they're a trap. <laughs> well, they were talking about how their military tactics um, could have been better, and you know clearly it was very much of a learning experience. But ultimately, they did succeed on that one. Did oh. they kill the man or? Um, they were uh, they were victorious. They were trying to take three prisoners. If they were victorious um, doing a shield wall, they're better than Wintermark. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Sorry, Wintermark. Um, Hello, welcome to the We Rag on Wintermark podcast, apparently. They've had their time in the sun. You've had your chance. Yeah. Uh, from what I get, they, they, just wanted, they just needed to defend the area and hold the line. And they were trying to take prisoners, but I don't think they were actually That's able so to. It's so funny to picture so, kids holding the line. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So they were successful in defending the area for as long as they had to. And then the second battle was the 11 to 16-year-olds. And that was a little bit more... They had a little bit more detail on that. Yeah. And apparently that was a lot more stressful, which, yeah. Um, so they were defending ancient ruin, an ancient ruined farm in Holberg, apparently, from a group called the Dead Lilies, who are some... Uh, this group that apparently the Academy have been skirmishing against for a few seasons now, and I think they've finally beat them by That's the sounds so of it. so good. It yes. sounds like a Saturday morning cartoon. It's <laughs> oh, adorable. It's so a Saturday, it's, they do it on the Saturdays, the skirmishes. So, I yeah. love it. That's so good. Um, so they were encircled in a donut of death, unfortunately. Oh my God. So, um, and they were just kept talking about how they nearly bled out three times or two times. Or they, they they kept changing their numbers around a bit. Yeah, and, can children die? Uh, I'm I'm guessing technically they can, That's but there fucked. was there was healers on hand. We really are the bad guys, just yeah. chucking children just into war. Down. We have I child mean, soldiers, guys. I, I'm guess yeah, we do. Um, I'm guessing that there's so many healers that that's not going to happen. Also, the M- their NPCs at the end of the day, they're not going to purposely kill the children, surely. Yeah, but um, does you, someone think of the children? Yeah, I am exactly. thinking of the children. They're particularly squishy. So, they they they'd done well. They they'd got out of that donut of death, and then they were heading back, and then they were ambushed. Um, I think they defeated three waves or something of of these of these what, um, bandits. It was they were fighting again, um, and then they'd thought, okay, that's it, and we're heading back. And then they were ambushed again. Um, and this is again. She was just going on about, oh, we, we nearly bled out, and then I was cleaved, and then this happened, and then I was healed, and then I was cleaved again, and then I nearly bled out again, and then I was cleaved, and then oh my god. Um, and it's funny because whilst she was telling me all this and very excited, she kept telling me like, well, okay, we need to be quick though because I need to go back to the hospital and help. <laughs> so very much while I was like there taking notes she was like yes I'm a very important person uh, <laughs> which was hilarious and then I made sure that her um, friend also got a chance to speak and when I did I was like when as soon as this this girl was talking very fast sort of stopped for a um stopped saying what she was saying I was like oh so did you have anything to add to her friend and she goes oh can I speak now <laughs> I looked at her friend wow. and I was like oh <laughs> oh dear the <laughs> it was really awkward <laughs> So she got to say her piece, and um, then yeah. I love how you work at a nursery. Yet you couldn't resist now working at the academy. Uh, well, I didn't really have too much choice um, because I, it's just the game that gets thrust upon you, really, isn't it? As soon as um, you've told your friend at the boar's head that I worked with kids in my um, spare time in my for work, uh, he assumed that I'd want to also do it in my spare time. That's spare forty he, hours a week. Yeah, he, he's made me the ambassador to the boar's head for the academy. Um, so I will be going and interviewing them because he didn't really tell me what he wanted me to do. He just told me do something with the academy and write about it in the newspaper, basically. So I decided to interview them. Um, so yeah, and that sounded really interesting. And I just loved how they were like basically 
like rushing to tell me all this and really excited to tell me this but also seeing like no we're important we need to go to the hospital and help yeah, out and I'm, I'm there like here's me just writing bits on a piece of paper and I'm a, I'm a trained physic in character <laughs> and I'm like yeah I'm not going to the hospital because uh, yeah I just love how confident they are like yeah. clearly anxiety is not a thing for no. 10 year olds and I really wish that I'd been integrated into that kind of thing when I was younger I wish I'd LARPed as a kid that yeah. would have been amazing I will never Same. forgive my parents for not taking yeah, me to yeah screw you mum yeah <laughs> I don't think my parents know there's such thing as a 20 sided dice. No. No, my, I think if I showed my mum, she would be like, what the fuck is that? Um, <laughs> that sounds awesome. That yeah, sounds very it, was, it was really cool. And also, um, we spoke about our friend who was in the league, um, Magpie, and his new no, character. I don't believe we have. Because, I kept seeing him shouting um, at people. Yeah, just randomly, just happily shouting. Yeah, 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 yeah. shouting nonetheless. So I don't know if we mentioned, but we. Um, our friend, we, we have talked about him as Magpie and the whole auction and everything that happened <gasps> in the last I fucking loved what we found in the reckoning about Magpie. Absolutely yeah. ripped to pieces. What was Wasn't it? it in the oath, right? Oath, right. It was in the oath, right. Crooked yeah. cod piece crook and bite addict commits suicide. It was magical suicide, apparently. He so... was so fucking happy about how, how they presented him. <laughs> How one commits magical suicide, I have yet to find out. I think it's don't bother getting a cure curse fixed, I think. Yeah, basically. Um, so, yeah, so he had a new character who was a Verushkin, who on the first night was just seemed fairly normal. He was a minor. Um, and when we bumped into him the next day, he was talking very loudly and happily and childlike because he had basically taken a potion to remove all of his unhappy memories, which had left him with the mental capacity of a 10-year-old. Um, <laughs> essentially, that's basically how he explained it. So when I was in the academy, he was there doing finger painting and um, painting his moustache blue because one of the little Mero boys had said that sometimes Meros have blue moustaches. So he'd just gone and painted his moustache blue. Uh, and after I'd finished talking to these young ladies, the one of the staff members there um, was oh I've got an interesting story for you have you met this person I'm like yes I know oh all about my him God that's awesome <laughs> it, was, it was great yeah and he looked like he was having so much fun the kids looked like they were absolutely loving it as well I love fantastic. Paul he's such a cool saw, guy and a great him, player I saw him point at someone who was singing when they finished that was very good well done <laughs> yeah that was basically the vibe he was going around going hi I like colours he's like yes that's great congratulations. Um, but he was so That's much fun. Awesome. Uh, yeah, really so cool. I had a little in-character interaction with him when I was in when he was doing the face paint. Um, well, it was face painting. It wasn't meant to be face painting, but when he was painting his moustache blue, um, that was quite fun because I was just waiting for someone to become available for me to talk to. I love his energy. The yeah. OC uh, reaction he had when you offered him cookies was like, no, no, thank you. And when you said, the vegan cookies. Yeah, he said, oh, no, I'm vegan. I'm like, yeah, well, these are vegan, the vegan cookies. And also, do you want a vegan coffee? Because I was going to give him a normal coffee, another you know, sachets, but then... Um, he mentioned that he was vegan. Like, oh, well, good thing you mentioned because I was going to give you a normal one. He's like, and... I love you. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you not single? I was like, well, isn't it obvious? <laughs> uh, one more thing about the academy. So whilst I was talking to the matron there um, and she was talking about him, uh, she also mentioned that they're looking for a priest of wisdom to um, do a ceremony on the academy. Um, what I don't know what that would be called again. A ritual? Um, Halloween? Maybe, yeah, maybe hallowing. Yeah, I think they want, yeah, they wanted it to be hallowed, I think, um, with wisdom. 
I love the things so. I get. I knew someone who wanted a bottle of bees howling with vigilance so no one would knock over the bottle of bees. I love that. Didn't someone um, in Wintermark get a potato hallowed once? Probably. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That sounds like a March thing to do. Mm. Oh, the, oh, oh no, I was going through Verushka actually on the night market and they were trying to get a marrow harrowed or something like that. They were carrying around a giant marrow. She's like, I think you're going to get harrowed and, you know, just, you know. Harrowed? I can't. Harrow the marrow. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I thought you were were mangling the word marrow. I was like, no, no, literally a a vegetable. Should I get Um, my cane hallowed? So, yes. The staff member was working at the academy telling me about the wisdom priest hunt um, was asking me to add that into the newspaper. So I need to start writing articles for that. Uh, I have a little bit more to talk about, but do you have anything to say? Whilst you were off at battle, it was the first time I was wandering around Anvil, seeing what it was like. It was like a ghost town compared to usual. I I, forget how many people are there for combat. Do you want to know something really funny for me was I had a moment where I, in my head, I was like, um, oh, yeah, but it's not everyone. It's only half of them because the other half battled on the Saturday. And then I went, Oh, wait, hang on, hang on. No, this isn't a real thing. <laughs> Those people are also on the field, but like my brain had yeah. just kind of autofilled the fact that oh what, like my brain had just shoot out because only half the empire's fighting. Something interesting I noticed that you won't have because you've been to every battle is the further you see guys seem to get into the woods, it is really hard to hear Ooh. and see anything going on. Obviously, you can see like the fighting straight through the sentinel yeah. the big field. But when you go further deep into that woods, you can't hear anything. So it is like you guys have completely left the plane yeah. and That's are awesome. fighting at a war. I'm like, how are they doing? How far out? Oh, Tom, you're an idiot. They're just at the other side of that like, what, fence. Doesn't matter how many times I'm in that forest, though. Don't know my way around it. Don't know where yeah. anything is. Like, I'm just... Every time I'm like, this could be a completely new forest. I could be somewhere completely different right now. I do want to get onto an open field battle. Just see the league get uh, yeah. getting into flying to doing what we do properly. I've been in one. It was boring. <laughs> so... <laughs> but, yes, one of the things I did when you were at battle was go and visit my friend at Questionable Decisions. Mm. So he was originally within the league. Yes. Oh, I've uh, seen this guy on um, Facebook. Yeah, yeah lovely chap. Have we uh, discussed his menu yet? Because it's quite interesting. It's quite an interesting menu. Uh, you roll for the insides of your sandwiches and whatnot. And... He keeps a list of like what people have had and who's been like the most, you know, disgusted, basically, by it. And what, what he thinks is the worst versus what people have complained about the most is apparently not the same. So go on. Have you got an example? I didn't buy any of his food. I went to go and visit him. I promised I would, but I'd already eaten and he closed up serving food yeah. by Sunday. But what I did go to buy was buy one of his lovely feathers because he'd done some lovely coloured feathers. And me being a leagueishman, was like, oh, I need Love a coloured feather ever. for my hat. Is he the same character? No. Yes, actually. Yeah, he, went the, he went to the Egregore... And got transferred it's, over. It's really common for people to IC move to Navarre because it's really yeah. easy to IC move to Navarre because Navarre's all about the great dance. And... I think he said his partner was quite interested in Navarre. Yeah. And I think he spent some time over there and just got to really like their they're, shtick. They're I wonder welcome. what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they indoctrinate you in. It's all intentional. Yeah, they are trying to. But he, he also couldn't go to battle because he buggered up his leg. Yeah. He had a crutch. But he made it like look all wooden and like 
sparks and oh, whatnot. Cool. Uh, but so yeah, that was another. Apparently, people at Empire have really weak an- ankles. Maybe it's got something to do with wearing heavy armor on uneven yeah, ground. I, I think also the fact that like you know. For the majority of the year, they're not wearing heavy armor. You don't yeah. really train but also, for the armor. What shoes do you wear? I wear my battle boots and my normal lark yeah. boots, which might and not give the best good ankle support. No, I don't know, but do. I've got some uh, ankle braces now to take into battle. So like I, I reckon, a lot of people don't wear proper ankle support. And yeah. I reckon that's why a lot of ankles get fucked. Because I wear leather boots that cover my ankles, but they don't necessarily have good ankle support. But I guess I've just been lucky. lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to buy a feather for him. Prosperity prices. I think I paid a crown and a half. Fuck me. I'm a man who likes a feather. That's a yeah. lot of fucking money. Yeah, but for you, so you'd, he's a good guy, you'd spend it on like Liao or I'd spend it other booze. things. Useful things. I booze. Looking good in the league is useful. I've spent a crown on a metal ring before. Yeah. Plus, he kind of made the feather especially uh, for me, so I'm like, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, if it's a custom job. He was me. trying to sell me one, but I didn't think it would really fit with my vibe. No. No. But yeah, it was great seeing him again catching up. I also decided this would be the perfect opportunity to go to God because I sold my business. Yes, you're coming. You're, you're, you're taking to the field. Yes, I sold my business and instead bought, uh, bought myself a military unit. What's yes. your business, the smart business? No, my business was being a cobbler. Oh, yeah, of But uh, since the floods of Tosato came down and uh, made trade hard, made importing leather difficult, and made just getting around in a mobile cobbling business difficult, I decided to pack up, recruit in the biggest inverted commas you could get, volunteers from uh, local bars and pubs around the... Well, I say local... Pubs from around the empire and ship them off to and battlefields. You, and you say volunteers, you were chucking crowns in the bottom of glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God save the empress. Oh no, virtue save the empress. Chucking them to say crowns definitely rings. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, the ones that pass out just scooping them into a car. And just, the car you're on the front line now, the, boy. They wake up in Nietzsche's collars and they're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Dump them on the field. Off you pop. Kick them up the arse. Sword in hand. My barstool bastards, as I call them. Excellent. I just love you. You sound like you're coming up with a right proper military unit. The company of the golden roses and you have... The barstool bastards. bastards. <laughs> I love it. I actually love playing a leagueishman who's like comes from poverty in the gutter and become a guild leader somehow mm-hmm. and just turn the whole thing on its head. I like looking scruffy yeah. because I stand out more. You do make me want to have a military just with all the downtime stuff. It does sound really interesting though. I do need a herb garden because I do intend on. You do get herbs sometimes. Sometimes. But I have to also say- you can sell things you get to get herbs. Yeah, but that's. Effort. I have to say, I'm going to miss getting the solid cash of the business and the simplicity of that, but I've had more role play in the first five minutes of having that military unit than in the entire season, well, the entire four Empire events this year. Also, I got a throne in seven crowns last event. Yeah, apparently it goes up and down a lot. Yeah, but like... Yeah, Do you know what I mean, it's you, good. You got four crazy. crowns. I got four crowns because of those fucking floods. The flood, the damage got fixed into Sardis this time, so it would have been better by yeah. next season. But no, I won't get into that because it's that skewed people's choices. But hearing about what you did with your military unit and sending them off on an adventure 
what creative ideas, like coming up with the Barstool Bastards, I think we were joking on the way to York's Froth Me, you're like, what would your military unit be like? Be like, they'd, be, they'd be just like random recruits from the dregs of society put up into a basic uniform and shipped off to the field. I think you should get a fleet. Yeah? Yeah, because you're a Corsair. Yeah, that makes sense. Have a fleet and then you can go do shit. But I feel like it doesn't make sense, too much sense for me to have a fleet or a military unit if I'm not going to take to the field. Uh, yeah, it does. Because, yeah. like, if you think generals have to take the field, you just have to tell them what to do. And you're like, I don't come to Anvil to fight, I come to Anvil to do business. Yes. Like, that's like that's a valid path. But no, I had such a great role-playing experience, or two people did, because as soon as I got the military unit, I was walking back to Navarre, I think, to find you. Yeah. When I was probably. approached by a person, a freeborn, and a Navari. One trying to get me onto a mission to bust up the slave trade, and another go to go to Brickellian. And they both had like this debate of why I should trade. go that was... to each of these different nations, uh, well, on these different missions, and contribute nine numbers. It was fantastic. Unfortunately, I was very knackered at this point, and I couldn't be bothered playing to the Navari aren't real shtick. It was no, a lost the opportunity. The, the Navari, Navari aren't real. The Valon aren't, yeah. I'm very tired now, yeah. as you can tell. Uh, I, I I think it, it, it you're right because it does build a lot of game because you have a lot of decisions to make. Mm. Um, and I like having like boxes to fill in now. I just discovered it's like ooh, there's something in between, yeah. like a little advent calendar chocolate in between empire events. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I think those advantages to having stuff like farms and herb gardens, especially yeah. if you've got stuff like that. But I think it's one of those where it's, I think that's really good in like a group because then people. Could them together. I think it's just a struggle because it's, yeah. it's. I just like the vibe of a herb garden. Yeah, for a you character. Go around yeah. picking up your herbs. Like, yeah, I love getting in, in my pack and knowing what's in there as yeah. well. In the league, businesses are great because you can get a vote, but you've got to go out and find all the businesses in your city to make an mm. impact. And if they've all got their mindset in one, or you don't have time to meet up, or there's a whole lot of work and a whole lot of different game. I'm, I'm interested in the political game. But with how invested I am in my guild and my uh, like military mm-hmm. stick and being mercenaries, I don't have time to um, a, a political uh, get the political game as good as I would want it to yeah. be. I mean, you can get to a point if you've got a guild, you can be like you can start talking to them about I'd... who should have what resource and be like, right, a few of us should have businesses, and then we can work together to place votes. Well, I stuff. go to the merchant princess now, which is dipping my toe into the political mm-hmm. game, but I still don't really understand too much what's going on. I'm like, I'm a very new prince and we're completely broke so we don't have clout. Yeah. It's getting up the ladder to get that clout. I think it's, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's difficult, but I think, yeah. I feel like you probably start to lose something from Empire if you had your fingers in too many pies. Yeah. You want to find one or two things that really interest you and stick to that. I think it's quite nice. We've all got quite diverse gameplay amongst us as well. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. Mm. I think because it's interesting because it's like um, I know that the if you're if you want to be a priest that can vote, you need to have a congregation, and congregation doesn't give you a lot of money really. Like I think you get five doses of the air, which doesn't convert to a lot, but a lot of people do it because you get access to the um, synod and that part of the game, which is a lot more interesting than I actually anticipated it being. Yeah. So it's like there's there's a whole other side to it, which like all the different resources come with their own thing. and you can do stuff. You can upgrade your herb garden, right? You yeah, yeah. Fine stuff. So you can do stuff. Yeah. Um, but yes, I need to you... look into that actually, because that would be really useful. Mm. But yeah, you've got a military unit. Got a military unit. 
I've we've been convincing you to do something. Yeah, I was torn between going to bust the slave trade or going to Brickellian. Into the Brock. Brickellian's what you chose, isn't it? I believe it is, yes. Heart of truth. I think downtime's closed now, I think. So like Yeah, it's stuck in. I'm going to Brickellian. Uh I think General Barossa before we marched out to go and fight this battle, did put a heartfelt plea to all those in the league to look into your hearts and go and bust up slavery. But I think Trist, it was Tristan wanted me to go to Brickellian, so did Gwyn, and I think there'd be a lot of lost role-playing opportunities between our close mm-hmm. play group. But I think there's, I mean, I've got my own IC things I've been telling to people. Um, it's really hard to convince people not to go to... Slavery. Deal with the slave situation. But yeah. it was really funny because I was talking to every freeborn I spoke to kept coming to me like, hey, do you have a military unit where are you sending them? And every time I'd be like, I know where I'm sending them already, but don't worry, every time I to speak to someone with a fleet, I'm telling them to go help you. So yeah. that everyone there was like, oh, oh, thanks. I'm like, yeah, sorry, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not helping you though. I'm going to Brickellian. Not directly anyway. No, yeah. Did you get up to much more after the battle, Tristan? Yeah, cried a lot. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So we went back to dawn. Salty tears that it's all over. Empire's coming to an end for the year. Went back to dawn. And there was the glory square, which is quite a big, mm. big thing. From one end to the other, there was corpses lying next to each other. Oh, God. In the, in the heat. I'm oh. just trying to pitch me trying to keep a straight face when I ever have to mm. play a corpse. One of, my, <laughs> one of my favourite moments was one of the younger girls came up to someone that was dying and said, do you want some water? And he went, I'm dead. He went, yeah, no, but sometimes dead people need water. Do you need some water? And he was like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really emotional. There was a lot of um, thingies, what's it called? We spoke about last episode. Emotions? No, when you get a thing, you get words put, put on your soul. No, oh, no, no, no. Um, oh, my God. Because they were going to do it with smut and then Yeah, they were. Oh, people are screaming at Inscribed? Phones. Inscribed? No. Quick, carry. Oh, Go to the podcast episode. On. Anyway, whatever. No, that's killing me. No, we it's when they do that. the thing. Pause, pause it. No, I, yeah, fuck it. Sorry, I'm going on my phone. Um, Welcome to our intermission whilst Morgan dude, has a dude, crisis. What's this fucking called? People are screaming at their phones right now. Um, that, that implies people listen to I mean, us. we are going to cut this bit out. Priest, on, no, I think keep it in. Okay. <laughs> Alex, um, you're the producer, do what you want. Um, where is it? Where is it? What's it for? Testimony! Testimony. That's Woo! not the word I was thinking of. Fuck me. Um, yeah, so people were getting like testimonies put on them. So the the lord that I told you that died in the field that been there for ages got testimonied. Um, there was some beautiful speeches. There was a lot of um, a lot of sadness. A lot of people talking. About, oh, they shouldn't have died. Or people should be there to help them. Um, a lot of kind of conversation about glorious dead and stuff like this and then be passing through the labyrinth jokes of well they went through the labyrinth so quickly they came out yesterday and oh. um oh it was really emotional um i am torn whether or not to talk about this because it's an icy opinion we can in fact do i'll say it and we'll decide whether or not to take yeah. it out because at the end there was a lot of people very very angry at the druge and there was a lot of vengeance in the air, um, which is not good. It just felt very kind of like, fuck the Druze, we'll take our vengeance out on them. It's like, it's not why we should be doing this. 
should be doing this for glory, we should do this for virtues. And it was this it was a really interesting moment where Tristan's kind of looking at all these people being like, death of Druge, fuck them, take them off the face of the earth, we hate them, they should have done this. And just having this moment of like, not what this should be about. This no. this isn't, hate isn't the way forward kind of thing. But it was funny. Uh, that's, that's very much an IC opinion because I can, but it was just this moment where I was kind the of change thing saying hate shouldn't be the way forward. But yeah, seeing all this kind of like vengeancey vibe on the field was a bit worrying. And yeah. I don't know whether or not that's too much of an IC opinion thing to say. I think it's, I'm, I'm stealing the LARP noobs catchphrases. Uh, remember we're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> like completely nice opinion. Don't I don't want this to influence how people feel. The way you make it sound, people are just waiting at the monster area with crowbars. Like you gave us <laughs> hell, didn't you? <laughs> oh God, ready for hell back. Uh, but it was just a really interesting moment of being like, it was a moment for Tristan to be this kind of. Like, it was like like a complex thing. I was like, I know I, I'm heartbroken about this, but I know the people I know that have died wouldn't. Well, you can't speak for the dead, but I'm like, I don't think they'd want this. Yeah, they wouldn't want us to be angry and vengeful. They'd want us to seek glory, seek virtue, and do it in the name of the Empire, not in the name of the Druze, which is what they're doing. But... Yeah. So, you're the only one who's experienced all the battles. Was this uh, Sunday's battle harder than Zenith last time? Because that one was a pounding as well. Zenith, for me, wasn't hard, because I was... Oh, you were on escort uh, mission. escort mission, which is really interesting, but I didn't face the brutality of it. Um, I do think this was one of the hardest for me... And I think if I wasn't souped up the you way I was, mm. I don't think I would have come back. Um, or at least I think um, people close to me would have died. Because I wouldn't have been... So there's points where I was having to carry people off, taking loads of hits, and I wouldn't have been able to take those hits. Ooh, sorry. Um, what? Did you have to use that potion? Which potion? The super special oh, potion. Yeah, so he did mention I was in a fuck ton of debt. Like, I put, like so much debt. Like, like break... Like, Breaking the banks of our house debt. Didn't have to use any of it. It was all right. Well, actually, correction, didn't have the chance to use it because the person I would have used it on, I didn't see them fall. Um, Rip your person, but <sighs> save your account. Oh, ten thrones, dude. It's a lot of money. Ten thrones. For some people, that's chump change. Uh, mm. I, I don't think that's chump change for right. Ten, well, I don't think ten thrones is chump change, but it's not like this will bankrupt us change. Um, Still, you didn't spend... Uh, 26 thrones on a cod piece with one ring on it allegedly that is very true um and then the other thing i did was one of the uh, knight errants who i was one of the first people i met at e1 became a noble Ooh. and we watched their their ennobling ceremony um which was awesome to see it was a really good performance going through all the things they'd done because i've done some truly amazing stuff like to get this um, nobility uh, watching their kind of like uh, the ceremony of it happening was really cool there's some really good photos of it um, done by um, uh, oh, Agent I think it's Ben Smith Agent Ben Smith we've got some really good photos he does great stuff he mm. does some amazing photography I love some of the stuff he's got um, but some really good really well captured moments from that um, with the the classic Tristan squint as he tried to focus <laughs> and then Tristan smiling when he saw the photographer and being like oh that's natural and happy <laughs> Um, but it was awesome moment, um, and that is more or less what I did. It was the usual kind of petering out of an event thing. It was like wait yeah. for stuff to finish up and wrap up. Um, but it was a very emotional end. Do you have any closing activities, Kerry? Yeah, there's one more main thing that I did on the Sunday, which was the auction that I went to. Ooh. 
You keep saying auction. Are you putting orcs back into slavery by chance? Can you not even make the joke? See, I, because no, I'm already in trouble with the orc camp. But this is the thing, though, <laughs> because this is why I brought it up last time, because I do think you put emphasis on the orc. I'm glad someone yeah. else has said it, because I keep hearing it. It sounds like you say How orc. am I supposed to say it? Auction. Oh. It's not auction. Right. Auction. Comment down below. <laughs> How do you say so it? I say auction. Spell it out Maybe phonetically. Maybe I'm emphasis on the auction. orc as well. Oh, you racist. What's going on? How about Herbs Under the Hammer? Can I say that? <laughs> that sounds like a TV show at Empire. What's <laughs> his face? We used to do Herbs Under the Hammer. Oh my God. I need to do my own auction called Herbs oh, Under the Hammer. Oh, and just sell some fake tan. And, oh. <laughs> anyway, so I went to an auction in the league where it's a multi-nation collective anyway. So that's quite nice. And my freeborn friend is associated with them, I believe. And I reintroduced myself to the person or the people who were running it, and got there a little bit early and asked about whether or not I could put one of my potions in for the auction. And I was tired and they asked me how many rings I'd sell it for and I had thought about crowns and I ended up saying 15 rings because I was thinking a crown and a half. Um, and so I ended up selling a potion that would have been two crowns worth for 15 rings. Because they just buy it for the cheap price. Otherwise, and I should have said something, but I was like, yeah, it's fine. You made some players quite happy I, I did make a player quite happy um clearly and i bet they were like fuck yeah i'll take that go yeah. on then and I managed that's karma to... for all your price gouging fucking damn i do not price gouge it's just a funny joke yeah i know um but i also <laughs> bought some cerulean mazarine and imperial rose wield i think oh nice nice so, herbs yeah I, I got some herbs herbs that do, the herbs that do things don't, don't i don't know any of these uh, well cerulean mazarine is what i use for my elixir vitae don't and imperial rose wield is for mage is that what you do i think so elixir vitae don't if you want to know listen to the apothecary episode yeah. <laughs> where it's more researched and it's all in front of me so i don't have to remember it um <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Rose Wield is for any of you, you know the red potions, it's what it gets, it's red, and Cerulean Mazarine's blue, so if you have a blue potion, it's probably got some of that in it. So if you Mage Blood, your Blood Harrow Filter, Imperial Rose Wield, Elixir Vitae, and um, Tranquil Nostrum, I think is dark blue. Yeah, doesn't matter. Either way, I got some herbs, and they were basically just at normal prices by the time I paid for them. It's an interesting auction that they do, where they... Put, they say a price that's unreasonably high and then they work their way down until somebody puts their hand up, basically. Okay. So rather than going up in price, or you, well, rather than us going up in price, they go down in price. And it's quite interesting because you're there like, oh, how, how low do I let them go? Um, and I put my hand up at the same time as someone else. And then I and then he was like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. And I was like, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. And they were like, okay, oh, how about one ring more than that? And I was like, yeah, go on then. And the other guy was like, no, nope, that's fine, you have it. I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> it's quite awkward. It's funny because as well, just as they were starting, there wasn't really many people there. Yeah. And I was saying to them, oh, you had the Brothers of Tosato uh, advertising for you last summer. You know, those two yeah, bars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's how I got remind of it last like last summer and they were quite good and you know they've won a competition and everything and then they happened to walk past and the guy goes do you like them and i said yeah 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 and he runs over and gives them a throne to run around and promote it i'm sure it was a throne Hell and i was yeah. just there like what have i just done i mean you're welcome brothers it's about to start i just got you a throne i think that's <laughs> i don't think it really did much though unfortunately uh, okay um, they were talking just... about changing it to a Saturday because one of the main guilds that do a 
auction on the Saturday on Sundays. there anymore. Sunday afternoon is so cramped. I think people are either trying mm. to get in last yeah. minute role play or get packed early to uh, I think beat if the, the battle went on longer, then people might have been having their lunch because it was one o'clock. So if the battle went on quite long, yeah. then people might have still been getting out of kit and yeah, having lunch and stuff. True. So they're thinking of doing that on the Saturday next time. So that'll be good. I'm going to maybe sell my potions for a more reasonable price this time. More reasonable. Yeah, maybe like yeah. 10 rings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Fuck me. Uh, the least thing is that I heard of someone selling mana crystals for three rings. That's crazy. Yeah, that's fucked. And I feel stupid enough for that one potion. I, I, I suppose you've got to try and play it fair, people, the Empire. Yeah, that's, I think if you're doing that, that's oh, unethical. Because right? felt... it's clearly a new player. Just be like, dude, that's, come on. I felt like a dickhead as well at one point because he, he gave me and this other Freeborn um, a little publication a piece of paper that they'd given, mm. that they'd mocked up. And this other Freeborn gave them a ring for the... Um, for the paper because obviously you're freeborn mm. and I'm there like I've just sold the potion for 15 rings <laughs> oh, so yeah though I did give them an idea actually for their auction as well about doing herb bundles where you know how many herbs is in the bundle but you don't oh, know fun. what they are and they gave me five rings for that bit of um, or nice. I think or maybe a couple of rings for that little profit yeah, for that little idea. Get, so. Gets you a bit closer from the mistake, making up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I yeah. mean, I, it's all a learning experience, isn't you're it? On, you're only missing, like, a crown now. Yeah. Like. Well, you know what, actually? I forgot to say as well, those little girls that I interviewed in the academy, I gave them five rings each for their time and their information. Oh, yeah, so... So, it's yeah. all, all swings and roundabouts. I would have only drunk that money anyway. So. Yeah, <laughs> Tom? After everyone came back from the battle, me and the Jackdaws met at Moorish... Had a bit of lunch. Uh, we went and refilled the coffers again. So what everyone took to the battlefield, I had them put back into the coffers. So we've got it for next time. I think Reiner got it put into a pack with PD, so it's there oh, for that's next good. time. That's good. And you can uh, use it in between yeah. as well. So that's all that's safe. So all in all, despite the setback of having to spend two thrones and drinks, allegedly, <laughs> maybe be, it's you spending it on Goose Whisper, Reiner. I'm watching you. <laughs> Hey, it was only four crowns for the Goose Whisper. Oh, uh, we should have, still have a decent amount. Not obviously yeah. big guild books, but it's a good start for ten of us. Yeah, of course. That's awesome. Oh, no, no. There's currently only eight. Hopefully we're going to get another sworn in next time. Mm. I'm, I'm on the hunt for a battle mage and a priest. They're my next recruitment You targets. need to get a magical banner next. Yeah, that, that is a, uh, a goal. Is that something Esty could... Yeah, uh, uh, one of our friends from the Ashen Tower was said he was going to have a duel with a Navari. So he was like, "Oh yeah, let's let's go and watch the uh, the duel. Let's go and make that one of our final things." Because I did one other big thing afterwards, and I just remember it's like, "Oh, is that where the duel is? That big gathering over there?" And we just looked and said, "Oh no, that's the election for the next emperor." Boring. Yeah, it wasn't no one elected. That was their conclusion. Because I remember Gwyn came out really annoyed about that. Uh, no, one of the jokes was uh, my Jack, they were going to announce the winners and my Jackdaws were going to push the winner out of the way, put me in charge and be like, Emperor Nietzsche, to which I'm in charge for five minutes, declare war on all nations, all fronts, and then abdicate. And then I'd be known as Nietzsche the Short. The question is, was it due to his length of reign or his actual height? Oh, or something dear. else, which I am not quite crude enough to mention on a podcast. <laughs> his penis. <laughs> no, that would be Nietzsche the chode. <laughs> oh, fuck. There is no brow low enough for this podcast. But no, uh, went to see him have like a little duel with the Navar- a Navari, which was a lot of fun. 
Very close. It was the first of three touches. Nice. But the final... Just the tip. Just, just the tip. tip. <laughs> that should be our slogan. Lots just and tops. Just, just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip of all Empire news. <laughs> How does that sound Lester? Sorry, go The last thing I was to do was bond all of my jackdaws into the guild. Ah, uh, yes. So I got to do a little ceremony. That's so cute. Which was really nice. Did a whole big spiel about causing shenanigans around the Empire. Loyalty to your brother and sisters in the flock. Uh, loyalty to me, obviously. Of course. To try and make profit. Try and make a name. And try and just piss off as many people as possible. I think you're doing pretty well with making a name. That yeah. wasn't exactly the no, motto, but, but that's, I, that's I like the it. Thing. I like but it. But it turns out, march up to God to get everyone bonded in. Turns out, this whole weekend, I've not even been bonded into the guild. Because that's not an automatic thing. <laughs> because apparently, uh, viewers, even if you found your own guild, coven or sect, you are autom- not automatically part of it yeah. for some uh, confusing so reason. your guild is a banner. Right. So we're a banner. Yeah. So it turns out, by technicality, Reiner was in charge all this time. That's I mean, so Reiner and Modesto were basically in charge but, anyway. Yeah, but Modesto wasn't bonded in by them anyway. That's so on brand for the Jolly Jackdaws. Yeah. It has been rectified. I am now back into my place as the Count, but it's a good thing I went up to there to make sure everything was all right and he got bonded in okay. But it had been so long, I couldn't remember the official thing I put down because I Fuck wanted so. to do something a bit more grandiose on the field. And that was just a bit of an inconvenience, but oh, it was yeah. very funny at the end. So now I'm officially bonded into my own guild. I currently have eight members. We've got a ninth one to swear in next time at E1. As in, I say, if I can get a banner bearer, not a banner bearer, it'd be nice to have a banner bearer, a priest, a battle mage, I'd be very happy because that kind of rounds out uh, the things we need. Uh, I did have a joke. Uh, my friend Sirio, uh, Rob, uh, in the league, he closed the banner for the National Block. Uh, when we were waiting in the EMU, he said if he dies, he wants to come back as a really fanatical priest, like half-shaved head, really spouting heresy. And the Heresy? Joke- just like heresy at everything. Oh, yeah. Half-shaved head. Is, is he literally going like, to shave half of his head? I think so. You just keep it like that all year? I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to see it, but like, heretic, heretic, heretic. Really frothing at mouth fanatic. And it's like, that's the priest I want for the Jolly Jack Dogs. Yeah. I was like, flock, look at this man. <laughs> You're he on the battle. The captain now. <laughs> you accidentally fall and kill him. <laughs> this was obviously a joke, but oh, I thought it was like, oh, he'd make a fantastic priest for us. So funny. And I, yeah, as I say, I think I've had some interest from a b- battle mage or a ritualist of joining our nice. ranks. So that's going to be my big project next time on the field. Recruit a couple more to my numbers. I'm very happy with the number now. Yeah. I don't want to be one of these huge guilds where yeah, you're just yeah. a number. I want it to be a happy. Family where I've got impressive numbers and if we turned up to a skirmish or a contract, we look impressive, but I don't want to lose the personal touch of, oh, there's 40 of us now. Don't know who's Sorry, who are you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or kind of just winning by recruiting everyone. I want them to join us because they want to join us. And I want you guys, if you fit, I don't want to be too exclusive, 
but I want you to be want to be with us for what we stand for, not just to be part yeah. of the guild. Yeah. So I just want to say like thanks, Tom, for getting us into this insane hobby. Yeah. You're welcome. Your bank accounts will never be the same again. It's horrendous. I'm trying to think. So I think I think we could do a couple of things. Highlights of this event. Yeah. And then if really fucking tricky, highlights of the year. Ooh. Like what do you reckon your peak moment of the year is? Okay, um, we could try. Got a couple of peaks. I'd like to say probably not the official one, but how happy I was to get all you guys to Empire and see mm. your faces when we got to the field, especially on the Friday when mm. it all started to become a bit more real. It was really interesting to see how your reactions went from being hyped from seeing a Wikipedia page to the hype of being on a field, mm. and then the van ride back. Oh no, we didn't go on the van ride back. Scratch that. But- we were on the train, but hearing everything, everyone's times when we got back to Harry. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and but then, and then of this event, what do you reckon your highlight of this event? Oh, my highlight of this event, so many. I think it might have to. Oh, is it contract quest? Is it love duel? Part of me thinks has to be might have to be the explosive start of being drunk on codeine, and (laughs) uh, potentially accidentally doing a minor political coup. Yeah. yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah, excellent. I think it's just an explosive start to the event. The first act the Jack Doors do is march out heavily armed, show our support for our political candidate. Yeah, yeah. of the of this event, Gary. Of this event, um, perhaps the intense role play with the orc in the boar's head, mm-hmm. just because it was so immersive, um, and the whole evening. Um, in particular, like coming onto the little drinking game with the shots and the rolling the dice thing, you know, quite like that. It's quite fun. Uh, so yeah, I would say Saturday night at the Boar's Head, definitely yeah. the best this summer. Overall, it's I mean, my last the last event was the best that I've had all year. I mean, go, getting into things in general and getting more plot and more ideas of what to do. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's so hard to pick something specific. It was because if because my is my highlight mm. is similar to that for this event because it's not one event one one thing. One thing, happened. yeah. It's like the the fact that I spent a whole day with something really busy and then I felt at the end of that weekend that I'd achieved something. Yeah. That I'd had this moment where like I've spoken to so many people, I have convinced a lot of people to wait my way thinking. Um, and it's just that real sense of like achievement of something that's like to anyone else it's like a silly little yeah. game but like I was like I, feel, I really feel like I've, I've done something this weekend and yeah. it was that kind of feeling after that yeah, to, be, to be more specific I think I'm going to zone in on the sense of community and like recognising people mm-hmm. and stopping and you know chatting like, oh hello yeah what, what are you up to and yeah. you know like the amount of people that you can have little small conversations with and you've, you've mm-hmm. built friendships and just as I say, walking down the street and just recognising people and knowing where things are and, mm. you know, really getting stuck into the world. Yeah. Highlight of the year, though. That um, is the highlight yeah. of the year, I think. That's the highlight of the yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. Okay, what's your event in the end of the year? Yeah, so my, my, I think my, I can't pin down a specific one. I think it was, I th- no, no, tell you what it was. Okay. I'll tell you what it was. The thing, because it, it filled me with pride, the fact that the Chiefs and Burn of the Weekend, but the thing that made me go, was when I went back to the person that was lending me the language I've been spent all evening trying to sort the situation was someone turning around saying to me, um, this person thinks very highly of you. So do I. And having mm. that moment, like, because of what we put a compelling argument forward. And I went, it was this moment where I was like, fuck, like, it, I just was like, holy shit. Like, that's, yeah. it was the, the, like, a, like a very much like personal and character pride of like, 
people have gone, yeah, we're glad because this house has done this and we're proud. I was like, oh. Yeah, like the in-character recognition as well as part of that sense of community. Like anytime I mentioned the Jackdaws or Nietzsche, there was like quite often someone around who had heard of them. Yeah. And that was quite cool, just by association. And it was that moment this event that me just being like, fuck, okay, so this person's actually gone, yeah, you've influenced this, well done. I'm mm. like, wow. Um, that's, that's exciting. Of the year, I can't be specific. I but, can't. No. It's the community I have with House Dulac, though. Yeah. Like, every event, I've had an awesome group of people to play with um, that have just provided me with so much game. And I feel like, I hope I'm true correct here anyone that's listening from Dulac I feel like I've contributed to the house as well yeah and I've been able to throw myself no they're just giving you busy jobs like get that game away (laughs) just just tell him we need just tell him we need some Liao just just send him and (laughs) send him to get all the Liao we don't even need any oh fuck he's brought a lot Um, (laughs) oh god we're in debt what the fuck have you done Tristan but to to have a group of people to to have within a year found a group of people to Mm. be like I'm going to like that play with I really enjoy playing with I've spoken to outside we've made plans and done stuff has just been this I, I, I knew I wanted to join a house at least in my first year, or at least be associated with a house in my first year. Yeah. I didn't expect to be like really in like involved and in doing stuff with them. I was that was something that I think for me is like I can't. I'm glad I've done that, and that's a big highlight for my year. I think for mine, it isn't so much as a moment or that it was a thought. So if you bear with me, it's going from being Nicomo Van Dyer in mm. 2019. Mm. Going onto that field with no idea who I was, what I was going to be. Yeah, I was just a cobbler. I had a rough idea for a character. And not getting much out of E1. Going from that to E2 with you guys. Do you mean E4? Oh. E4 2019. Yeah. Your yeah. first event. My first event, E4 2019. Going from that to E1 2022. There's mm-hmm. the next one I could go to. And I'd spoken to you about being coming, changing the name becoming Uncle Nietzsche and being more of a standoutish character. But going from the Deputons Ball with the same thoughts of, I have no idea what I'm doing, meeting James, who plays Reiner, and going from that moment of, we don't have much plot, what we're going to do, what's our impact going to be on the Empire, from that to I'm now the Count of Vagabonds, head of a growing nine-person guild who've had contracts, already have their names down, being, well, names known in the Empire, getting jobs and people hearing about us here and there, people seeing us on the battlefield, uh, Sirio patting me on the back and saying, you, your guys did a great job on that field. And just me thinking, I've done it. I've made a guild that's having an impact on so many players' game. It might not be many, but it's quite a lot. Mm. And now my next task, I want this to be a guild that lasts long after I'm gone. Yeah. For me to have nothing to do with the guild... But the guild's still going. But the guild's still going would be the best honour I could have and the, the ultimate sign I've been a successful character and done what I wanted to do. So me, leaving E4... Or maybe even seeing them march back on the battlefield and be like, I've done it. I've made a guild I really like. I've got a theme. They love the theme. I love the theme. We're the vagabonds of the league. And that was the moment for me. Nice. Well, and thank you to everyone that's listened to our ridiculous journey. Um, (laughs) It's been really good fun. Um, For anything I missed, I know I've missed stuff. I missed an awesome tug of war I did. I missed... 
countless interactions there's so many people this who, is why you need notes but yeah. also people I haven't named I've only named you because I haven't had permission to talk about you um, I have interacted with so many amazing people this weekend who've pushed me to do stuff who've helped me to do stuff um, and can, like pushed me in different directions and got me to do things and helped and for everyone that's role played with all of us oh it's been thank fantastic you. Oh, yeah. thank you for listening uh, we hope we can provide some more entertainment for you between now and next April. Well, you say that, we have plenty more planned. We have a lot of content planned. You're so, laughing for the next two weekends, aren't you? Yeah, so I have t- uh, one player event and then three ILARP. Mm. No, one player event, two ILARPs, and then another LARP I'm going to mm. soon. Uh, and then in the new year, I have at least one other player event, probably three. Uh, and then we've got all sorts, sorry, yeah. we've got all sorts of stuff planned. We're hoping we'll be at least able to keep once a week till December yeah, we, yeah. We, we're going to see how things go from there but we've, we're going to be talking about different nations we're going to talk about magic we're going to be talking about the barbarian tribes the way the way we're, we're going to keep try and put as much stuff out as we can we've got a few other projects coming mm. um, exciting exciting ex- exciting stuff that we've been working on watch this space um, and then so we'll yeah like I said we'll, Fable Top at least us the production company will be making stuff um, through until uh, next year um, so hopefully we can keep you entertained yeah. if there's anything you want to hear from us let us know I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing your froth about other LARPs I'm gutted I can't go to the <sighs> systems this year but we're hoping we're going to expand from just talking about Empire yeah, the, absolutely. in the last next couple of months and into yeah. next year I definitely 100%. want to try Lorien Trust next year yeah, yeah Northern Kingdoms so is one I want to try or Flying Lead Hoist yeah. the Colours I can't wait to Hoist the Colours I'm so jealous oh, I'm so excited um, but thank you everyone for listening thank yeah. you very much um, and we'll see you on the uh, field next s- year see you on the field bye everyone bye do, 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 do.